Hello and welcome to Where Am I To Go? Today, again, we are with Melanie here in Deer Lodge, Montana. We just went through the Doll Museum and now we are at what they call the Frontier Museum. And as we were coming over, we walked past a hobby shop mm -hmm. and Melanie was saying that the inmates are the ones that are making all of the stuff that is in the hobby shop out at the prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us a bit more about that. Yeah. So they're making all the horsehair bridles over there. Uh, they do artwork, paintings, beadwork, leather work, anything that can keep them busy and uh, the reason it's not open right now is because it's actually ran by an inmate worker. And because of the COVID, they can't bring them over. But otherwise, everything in there, and this is also a good way for them to, they sell it. Okay. And so some of those bridles over there go for $3,000 because oh, wow. it's a lot to sit there and braid horsehair. And, uh, but the good thing about it is they get a portion of the money and the money also goes to pay off any fines, child support, um, anything that they may have acquired from whatever put them into prison. Okay. So it's it's a good thing for them too because they get to learn a trade, they get to create something, but the in turn the money is going to do something good. It's going to go help them to pay for anything if they, you know, have any fines or that sort of nature. So. And so, and then they also get a little bit of money for the commissary. Yeah. Yep. For needs of theirs that they may need new shoes or pants, shirts, socks, that food. sort of thing. I, I guess they and can food. buy yep. probably extra food like Twinkies instead of mm -hmm. bread and water. Yep. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so and, and we are here in Deer Lodge, Montana. I don't know if I had said that. Mm -hmm. uh, at the uh, prison museum. The yep. Yesterday's Playthings is the one that we were just at, and they also have the Auto Museum. This is going to be like a four-part podcast in Deer Lodge, Montana, right. but I just want to <laughs> let everybody know this is just off of Interstate 90. It's halfway between Missoula and Butte, Montana, and Deer Lodge is a fun little town. Mm -hmm. Make sure and stop if you're coming through this way. In fact, I would say figure out how to make a detour and come out this way and spend a day uh, we've had a very enjoyable day here, and yeah. now we're looking forward to seeing the yeah. Frontier Museum. Right? A day or two, huh? You could. Yes. And if you wanted to play, if you had four-wheelers or something, there's all kinds of area yeah. around here Great for four-wheeling. Oh, yeah. Last night, okay. just on the other side of uh, Butte, we stopped in at Ringing Rocks mm -hmm. and did a short podcast there and also some yoga where you're at and did a right? yoga routine there. Nice. But those Ringing Rocks, it's just amazing, the tones that they can make and the trails. We saw yeah. four-wheelers and, and people in the side-by-sides and stuff mm -hmm. all over up in there. And the country is just absolutely yeah. beautiful around And here. the amazing part, don't take any rocks with you because they only ring there. Isn't that interesting? Yes. It won't ring anywhere else, so you got to just leave the rocks, yeah. So here in Frontier Montana Museum, this whole front room is one person's collection. One person's so, collection. So, yes, Don Kappa, who's a gentleman here in town, this is all his collection. Oh, I'm glad he's got this museum because it wouldn't yes. fit inside of a normal person's house yes. if you didn't have beds or furniture. 
right? This it's is... absolutely amazing and wonderful. Wow. I really like it. We were talking to uh, Sherm over there at the Auto mm -hmm. Museum. It is so cool that he's got all of these cars and willing to put them on display. Oh, yes. And, and let people see the collection he's got. And just standing here in the lobby, kind of looking around at, at this collection, there is this collection. There's it's guns everywhere uh, from all eras of time. There's a mountain man that's standing over here in mountain man and garb. There's cowboys and cow ladies that are, uh, you know, they've got the, the working attire. I'm excited to see this. Yes. I wish I could have been able to get a hold of Don in time to get him to have him come down because he loves to give tours of his collection. Right. And he's the best one to give them because it's his collection. It's his collection. He, he knows, knows when he... he's gotten each piece and how and where and why and, and what they all, the history. Mm -hmm. is, you know, he knew where these cars came from and he was able to tell <laughs> us the stories behind them. And sometimes exactly. the, sto the stories are better behind than the... Yeah, acquiring the vehicle, then the vehicle. I did a out. podcast called The Journey, where I just mm -hmm. talked about how, you know, you have a destination sometimes, and you take right? detours from the destination, and a lot of times the destination isn't nearly as good as what the journey as, was. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, this is a neat piece, but the story behind it is so has much so more. so much more to tell. Wow. Yes. So here's our... Our jail. And you've got a safe in here. You've got a desk yep. in here. Safe. There's a couple of coats. It looks like a, a buffalo coat. Guns make it look uh, like some old beaver gold. coat. Maybe a coyote or something coat. A Hudson Bay blanket. An antelope mounted on the wall. Some deer horns. Yeah. And then we're over here to the, the, this the is cowboy our, collection. Yeah, our Cody case. And you've got... Uh, Buffalo Bill. Is that who different. that is? Okay, Buffalo Bill memorabilia. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I've been to the Buffalo Bill uh, Museum over in Cody, Wyoming, mm -hmm. and they've got quite a bit. But this is this is amazing. Yeah. You've got several yeah, guns. Here. You've got gloves and harnesses and not harness, but uh, uh, halters and some of that kind of stuff and some books alpaca chaps Ooh, Those are cool. yes yeah and you have your and, different uh, whips, whips and your horse and now hair. who is this over here is this uh i think it's just uh to showcase the different leather um for the ladies yeah for the, the ladies yep okay you have your different because i know buffalo bill he had, he had Annie oakley and mm -hmm. several of those on his tour with him and i didn't know yes. if maybe this was some I don't. Of that stuff I that, don't think particular. I'm, I don't think so. No, I think it was just yeah. Just female outfit. Yes. Yep. Wild West. Well, that is cool. And we got our saddles, rifles, and then the firearms display. Yeah. All kinds so of little revolvers with pearl handles and bone handles and regular handles and. Yep, and then yeah, the Indian war drums. Oh, I did. Chinese. I stand here and look yeah. at all the guns, and I don't even pay attention to the. <laughs> and then the you have your drums. Chinese um, fighting, fighting knives. knives. Uh, that's an old inkwell that looks like a gun, but it actually held their ink. Wow. Yeah. This, um, for now, their now, quill we're, pens. We're, this, and, well, the, this gun separates to, into two halves. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, uh inkwell gun here in the place where the 
uh, yeah. re the cylinder would would be. There's a inkwell that can be contained inside of there. Yeah, and you have your boot jack in the shape of a gun, your opium pipe. Oh, yeah, th that looks like then. one of the old muzzle loading type guns. Mm -hmm. And the stock, the end of the stock is the is a pipe, and the barrel is a the the sucking on part. I don't know what you'd call that. Yeah. Wow, these here, these aren't. Some of these aren't real guns. They're just uh, yep. pieces of um, like cast iron commemorative gun. Yeah. And a glass gun, a gun made out of glass. I did not realize that that's what that was. A yeah. steel starter gun. Mm -hmm. Wow. Some of your old muskets and some this old guns really that cool. have been found. Okay. You know. Over a period of time, dug up from the ground. These are all really interesting. Yes. A bicycle rifle mm -hmm. with sh metal shoulder stock and large holster. Huh. Some more we of your Western. Cowboy memorabilia. Mm -hmm. You've got, again, some slickers and quilts and some shovels and shaps. Yeah. Saddles. Wow. Large spur oh. collection, the different types, the different places they come from. You know, some of them, your uh, Western, like your Texan, uh, Mexican, you know, just everybody had their own different spurs. preferred spur. Yep. And you've got and probably what, 150 of them in this case. Mm -hmm. and sets of spurs. Wow. Yeah. Some of these have some pretty vicious looking spines on them too. Yeah. And some of them aren't too, aren't too vicious at all. And then our peacemaker, our large colt. Yes. Again, a whole lot of, a whole lot of colt revolvers. Yes. Pearl handles. A couple of Remingtons, a couple of Smith and Wessons, but just if, if you're into, to, Firearms. There's some really nice display here. They've got a pearl Not handle just... with a carving of a lady on it. That is really neat. And, and another carving here. Uh, what is that? It looks like some sort of a bird. Maybe an eagle? It is an eagle. Yeah. Carved into the ivory on the handle. Yeah, it's um, like the eagle with the snake and the Mexican right. flag. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this then we get really into cool. some uh, Native American artifacts. You yes, know. you've got some bead Moccasins work. and the gloves, the headdresses. That's head a really neat bag. There's a coyote bag with, or is that, is that It coyote? might. Um, that's too big to be coyote. That, I that do believe that's wolf. Really big. It's wolf. Yes. Yes. So it's got the wolf face and, and uh, the bag behind it. Yes. And wow. all the different. Um, You've got baby moccasins and the long feather hair, hairdress, headdress. And then it looks like you've got a porcupine, uh, what are they, roach. They call mm -hmm. them porcupine roach uh, headset. Wow. And uh, the symbol, the symbol that the Nazis used that they was hijacked. actually, yeah. Dates way back, and it's from the Native American culture. I think I it goes back believe... even further than that. I've 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 seen buildings. Yeah. There's a building that I know of that has those on it that was built in 1914. Yes. And, and I do believe it means like long life or 
long happy life, something of that nature. And it, it also something there's, there's very lots good. Of, there's lots what... of different things, but that mm-hmm. was that was a very strong symbol. It was yes. used to a lot of different cultures. Yes. And the one that I'm familiar with is it's the four winds coming from every direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it does look just like a Nazi sign. And yeah. now we've got this bad connotation so that, with it. Yeah. A but lot it, of people go, so well, why is that on there? You know? Right. So, yeah. We've got other words and stuff that don't mean what they meant 50 mm-hmm. years ago that are in songs. And you listen to it and you go, whoa, what does that mean? Yes. <clears throat> oh, and these here so, are all little boot Yes. Guns. So you're, yep. Wow. Little palm guns little derringers of all yeah. different kinds now these palm and, guns like these ones up here are really interesting to me in mm-hmm. that the cylinder held the bullet and you held it in your hand with the barrel between your uh between your fingers mm-hmm. and you just squeezed your hand and that would set off the trigger yes so very discreet and, when you were at a party and the bob member that you didn't like was there also yes at big nose kate who was Doc Holliday's yeah, boyfriend? Yeah, acquaintance. I don't know how they wanted to put it back then, you know, but it wasn't right. my girlfriend or partner. And that's, her, that's her gun that she had. Wow. These are all really neat, these little Derringers and, and the small, yes. the small guns. Very unique. And then we move on over here to this one. Again, we have a bunch of uh, bridles. Mm-hmm. Or not? These aren't yep. bridles. Are yeah. they bridles? Yep. Oh, I got it. How come that word's slipping me? Yes. Yeah. And we've got bits. we've got some bits. bits. There we go. Bits. bits. Yes. Bits. The bridles with the bits go in. That's how come things yeah. weren't clicking with me. Wow. Yeah. That's why I was some like, day, wait, now I, I know that we're brain. really close. We're really close to what they are. They're bits. And now these ones here are pretty cool. I have never yeah. seen the naked lady bits. Right. <laughs> but there are two of them in here. I, I don't know how old those are or, or what kind of reactions they got when they rode those through town, but uh, they've got a pretty good selection of, of bits. And they're they're all older bits. So, and a bunch of, again, of so, leather, leather uh, shaps and pants mm-hmm. and some old saddles. Some more saddles. Oh, we, we didn't look down these. these oh, yes. Here. So this is wow. um, Custer relics oh these are custer f- family relics mm-hmm. or were these things that he actually had when he was coming across and and had his his uh um, debut little bighorn yeah that's why <coughs> i think so i want to say yes and we've um, got we've family. got a silver set mm-hmm. and some arrows some swords some feed bags Harness soap. Wow. And that's from that's from Custer. Yep. So in here, we kind of have the different gambling artifacts that they would have had. You, their little boot guns and Brass dice. Knuckles. Yep. You got your cribbage, your knives. Whiskey just, flask. Yep. Your flask. All your different things the cards cards back then didn't have numbers so i mean people really had to think about their cards when they were playing with them oh yeah <laughs> wow yeah early day cards they didn't have numbers on them they just had i was not however aware of many that. yeah oh and then when we go from the gambler we come over yep, here to and the then law. we come to the law 
law enforcement, the different badges, the different clubs, the different, um, you have your uh, come-alongs or your... Um, Shackles. There's another name for the come-alongs, and it's Iron Claw. Okay. So they were either known as a come-along or an Iron Claw because they could just... what did you do with those? Those ones would just... They were able to snap on their wrists. Oh, okay. And they are extremely uncomfortable. There's no wanting to any movement, and it just pinches down harder, and they were okay. able to just kind of drag them where they needed them to go. Wow. Hence the Iron Claw or the come-along. Okay, and they yep, got a double-barrel shotgun over here. That's a stagecoach driver's double-barrel mm -hmm. shotgun. It says Cattleman's Bank and T, Great Falls, Montana, carved into the stock. This probably is not a legal gun as the barrel's only 12 inches long. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but it probably no. did its job. Yes. Wow. Yeah. This Lots of different handcuffs and badges. And I don't know, how would you like to continue? We can go back this way and finish off the Frontier stuff. Let's before do that, and we then go... we'll just take a walk back yep. to the back part. Because we have we two have, more exhibits. We have, we have some more pistols of different mm -hmm. flavors here. We got the pepper box with the barrel that turns and has several different barrels on it. Some uh, percussion uh, muzzle yep. loaders. Yep. Wow. And then there's kind of a... Oh, he must be the sheriff. He's all fancied up wearing his frock coat and has his uh, paddle lock in his hand, hand close to his gun. Yeah. Again, some saddles, lots of different holsters. And what do they call those uh, wrist leathers that, that are like back uh, over here? There's some pretty ornate cuffs. Cuffs, yeah. Yeah, okay. And the, those are leather bands that are probably eight inches long that go around the wrist and come on up the forearm. Yep. I'm to not avoid really sure what the rope burns. Oh, okay. Yep. I've seen those in lots of places and have never really known what they were for. So this one's a ceremonial blood Indian. Okay. Costume. And okay. so they would, this would be what they would wear as their costume for their ceremonial event. Okay. And you have a lot of different, you have the warrior shield and that would be Fox. Okay. And then a few of the items down are from um, more of the coastal okay. Indian Native okay. American. Okay. Objects. Yeah, and he's got a feather headdress and a leather glove and some other Indian type artifacts, seashell necklace. Mm -hmm. And wow. buffalo, buffalo teeth. And buffalo teeth. Yeah. Okay. So and then now, a rifle collection. Yep. 1866 so Winchester 4040 Winchester. Yellow Boy. 4440 Yellow Boy. And then just some more fancy kind of looking cowboy attire there's a beaded vest and some nice shaps another real nice saddle some more bridles without the bits no there are bits there and some other guns a civil war bugle and a lot of civil war uh firearms and then also some flintlocks mm -hmm. wow McClellan saddle, those were used in the Civil War. And then a mountain man with his 
Is that a flintlock or percussion? That's a percussion. He's got a knife in his boot and his powder horn and a uh, tomahawk on his hip. Wearing a skunk skin hat. <laughs> and then that's Don Kappa. Okay. That's the guy that's the that owner of the this large collection. collection. Yep. And that chair, it's got a whole bunch of uh, cow mm -hmm. horns, uh, probably steer horns, and that's what makes up the whole, whole chair. chair. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them there, but the way they're all threaded together, it, it looks like it might even be a comfortable chair to sit in. Mm hmm. Wow. So in here we have our, that's our Mexican saddle. Um, pretty extensive Blackfoot Indian Native American headdress. A lot of woolly shaps. Mm -hmm. Several pairs of woolly shaps. Yeah. You've got a So that's going to be your, like your alpaca and your llama. And um, there's another one, and I can't think of the name. Our Mountie outfit. That outfit was worn by the gentleman that's in the picture down there. Okay. He's a county Mountie mm -hmm. from Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got some more rifles in the back. Yep. And a pretty ornamented uh, saddle there with a bunch mm -hmm. of silver plates and stuff on it. Yes. Wow. It okay. was a and parade a 1860s brass military telescope. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder what the optics were like in that. <laughs> just, uh, you know, I mean, I wonder if it was four power, eight power, or just how much extra you were able to get. Nowadays, yeah, if you had something that so, long, it would be... More saddles, old chairs. Really old so chairs. So they used to stuff them with um, horse hair and, right. and hay in the old chairs. Those are some neat old chairs, too. You have your chuck, chuck wagon. wagon. I've always liked the chuck Set wagon. Up. The chuck wagon was like a regular wagon mm -hmm. uh, that they used that you see. And then they had what they called the chuck box in the back that had drawers and compartments. So you could put all of your bowls and and uh, flowers and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff for cooking out on the range, and so you and it folded down to where when the when the do big door of the box folded down, a leg would drop down and you'd have a table. Right, and this pool table was owned by a past warden. Okay, over at the penitentiary mm -hmm. or sorry. Yep, over at the prison. prison. Yep. Yes. Okay. And the building that we're in right now that makes up all this wonderful, uh, this used to be the original mule barn for the prison. Oh, okay. And so these, this gives you an example of what the floor, how much work was done. Just these are in, all wood pieces. These are like wood bricks. They are. They're wood bricks. And this oh. is what they, kind of what they went through. They had to clean all the. Muck and muck and all oh, that from from when mm -hmm. they cleaned this back up to looking original. Yeah, this is so cool. You can see all the grains from the wood. This is like uh, yep. the butt end, and then they cut them into bricks. They're brick size. They're uh, two inches or three inches by six inches, mm -hmm. and all laid in here together. And you can see the all the different uh, textures to the wood. The wood rings. This is just really really neat. Yep, and so this building was built in 1918 and was the prison's mule barn. Okay. Yeah. And did the whole mule barn have this floor in it? Uh -huh. I do believe so. I think this was the section that they saved. Wow. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> 
So this is one of our running exhibits, our World War II exhibit. So it's going to give you a feel for all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, this piano also was donated by a past warden family. That's a huge piano. Yes. It's, it's, uh... And these were, um, they had a particular name because they were easy to be moved into the wagons and moved out of the wagons. Okay. They were they're, they're a, kind of a, a grand type piano, but it can't box mm -hmm. grand or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I can't believe I can't remember the name. And it was because their shape was perfect. Take the legs off and you put them right into the back of the wagon and that, take them to where they needed to go and pull them back out of the wagon. Really? Yes. And so I did it's not like realize a that. I've seen several of these. Wagon piano? Oh, I wagon can't box believe piano? I'm blanking it. But unique little different things, skis. These okay. skis were used during World War II, and um, they were brought back. So my neighbor, when he was a kid, he used old barrels, barrel pieces of wood as skis because he couldn't afford skis. And so when his uncle came back from World War II, he brought back his skis from World War II. <laughs> and then everybody had yeah. some skis. Yeah, and so then he tried. had skis. Okay, and you've got the newspaper clip for Oahu, bombed by Japanese planes, Oahu, yeah. Oahu. So that'd be the yeah. Pearl Harbor. Uh, this is a large collection um, up here of what was uh, um, brought back from Germany. So okay. these are Nazi Bayonets and artifacts that was brought by, by an American Okay, and you've got a couple of guns Soldier. in here and mm -hmm. some of that kind of stuff. Some, yep, the, all helmet. the different uniforms and helmets and guns, Japanese swords. This is a, this Powell County, um, the community actually created this during uh, World War II oh. to honor their, all their serving members. Okay. And it was in storage and... We ended up getting it, and we kind of went through and found our missing and broken pieces and oh. redid it. We painted it, restained it. Uh, we had the original documents to explain exactly what everything was. So if we weren't quite sure wow. if that was still supposed to be a certain gold color, you know, we had that document to tell us what we had to recreate. The eagle is missing. Um, it used to be in the basement of our courthouse, but we had a major flood in 1980, oh. so it had some work. And but this was actually done dirt while they were while mm -hmm. they were serving. Yes. Do you know much about these ration uh, tickets and cards? A little bit. Okay. So this was actually from a family here in Deer Lodge. This okay. was their actual ration booklet. Okay. And so each family got a booklet and. That's what, you know, you use to get your milk and cheese and you. Because you, all of these commodities were rationed during yes, World War II. Yeah, so you could only get so much of everything. Right. So kind of like we're lucky we didn't get ration books when everybody started buying up all the toilet, toilet paper. Exactly. We almost got toilet paper ration books. <laughs> yeah. Well, and along with that would have been some other things. But, yeah, so yeah. stretcher. Stretcher, carry out the wounded. Right. Um, telescope from, uh, would have been inside of 
Why am I a blinking tank. on everything? Tank. tank, thank you. Yes, and that's and that's got an angle in it, so it mm-hmm. had to have uh, angled optics so that you could see yep. like around a corner yep. for lifting out the top. Your of the tank. mortar shells. A couple of these mortar shells are from World War One, as okay. well. Now this one right down here, yes, is it's a big mortar shell and it's brass, but it mm-hmm. has a lot of uh, design on it. Yes. And I was at a copper museum in Jerome, Arizona, and they had a very big selection of these. But what would happen is the uh, military guys had nothing to do for long periods of time, and they'd start pounding on those and pound those designs into them. It's just totally fascinating, the intricacy of some of the designs, and you don't see those very often. Mm -mm. But that one is really cool. Yeah. And some more just artifacts. And some more rations. Some yeah. Stamps. And the American Red Cross created during World War One. World War One is what created the American Red Cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one, uh, Sherm Anderson, that you met. Right. This is Sherm Anderson's father. Okay. Oh, wow. And this is his jacket and uh, belongings, his uniform here on the other end. So was Some, he a pilot or was he a? Uh, I, yes, yeah, pilot. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Because I don't think he was a. This is an impressive little case, though. Yeah, he's got the leather pilot. jacket and the B-17s, I think, and. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of information that I have to remember. So you got to wait for my Rolodex. <laughs> that, that, that's just perfectly okay. You're getting I, I me did, on I some of these say, questions, and I'm like, ooh, it's like I'm taking a test. Oh, sorry. It's not meant <laughs> oh, to be that and way. And this glass is from a B-17 bomber that actually crashed outside of Butte. Oh, really? Yes. And it was and on that, a training mission? or? Um, No, I think it was... Not a, no, I think it was during that time. And okay. it was. It, I think it was coming back in, and it crashed. Did anybody live or was no. it, it was? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, we had one of those situations down in the Bighorn Mountains by where we're from. Uh, in fact, there's a mountain they call Bomber Mountain. It didn't have a name until the mm-hmm. plane crashed. And then this, do you remember hearing about the balloons? Yes. The this is an actual piece of one of those balloons, and this balloon crashed outside of Butte as well. Okay, now we're gonna talk about balloons because it's maybe not politically correct and maybe part of history that some people don't wanna deal into, but here we are. The Japanese Mm -hmm. uh, decided that they wanted to send incendiary devices over to the United States. Mm -hmm. So they had their school children build these incendiary uh, balloons. They would send them up into the atmosphere and somehow or another they had a, humidity type uh, system on them to where they would lower or raise depending on humidity or or something like that or Mm -hmm. barometric barometric pressure. And they sent up thousands and thousands of these balloons. And one of the first ones landed in uh, Oregon. Mm -hmm. And a family got out of their car and went over to see what this thing was because they were pretty good sized balloons. I can't remember how big they were. And then they had this incendiary device on the bottom. And when they went to investigate it, it blew up and killed the family. Yes. Uh, The United States really wanted to keep this quiet because 
they didn't want anybody knowing that the Japanese were actually attacking on American soil. And so these balloons landed in several different places. One of them landed just north of Thermopolis, Wyoming. And that was the one that kind of brought the attention to everybody that this was going on. Somehow or another, word got out from there. Mm -hmm. And these landed, I think, as far as the East Coast, uh, kind of all across the, the country. Yes. And none of them did any damage. They didn't yeah. really do what they were supposed to do, but they were able to launch those things from Japan. They had it all figured out mm -hmm. to where they'd be able to take the wind currents yeah. and just travel over here. So there was actual deaths due to these balloons in the United States, but it's kind of a piece of history that nobody really wants to delve into. Mm -mm. So now we have delved. We have delved and we actually have a piece of balloon. I have never seen a piece of balloon. It, it, Me neither. There but are some podcasts it... out there that have touched on it. There's also quite a bit of information on Wikipedia about some of these balloons and, and what they did. So mm -hmm. highly recommend if you're interested in the balloon story and what all happened, go to Wikipedia, yeah, check movie. it out. Uh, I'm sure that there's some History Channel stuff that talks about them. And it's really an interesting part of history. It, to me, the logistics of it is what's so amazing. You know, you have school children building balloons, you send them up in Japan, they fly thousands of miles before they land. Across the ocean, yeah. And the only thing that failed with the whole program was that the incendiary devices didn't explode the way they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. And what the, what the from what I understand, the intent was to start forest fires and that type of stuff in order to destroy America through through burning large forests and that type of stuff to make it to where we were busy on that front instead of the front fighting the Japanese. Yeah. This <clears throat> is another rare piece here. So this is, um, these ones are British ship recognition models for okay. the airmen. Okay. That way they were the size of how, how high up they were. That's what the ship would look like. It would look that size. And so they would be able to know the enemy ship to the ally ship to their own ships. Okay. And this, and this is a training uh, case then. Mm -hmm. And what we've got is uh, about 18 or 20 uh, ships. Mm -hmm. And all you see is the top deck. And they're oh, probably eight inches long. And like she said, it's what I guess it would look like if you were coming in on them from 10,000 feet or something. So mm -hmm. you could identify your ships versus others. That is really interesting. Yes. The, the, and they, they made them for, yeah. So you had all the British fleet, you had the Japanese fleet, the American fleet. They had all of them. Yeah. Um, wow. This case we made for it, but otherwise they came in an original case. Okay. They would have came in an original that, case. That would look very similar. That's to that just one. what's, yeah. And a lot of that didn't really survive. Huh. And then you've um, got a this coffin. one. Yeah, we have tons of stuff. A Nazi. This is, uh, you know, what. Nazi mess kit. Yep. Okay. So and some we other have uniforms. Ton of different uniforms. And these dresses over here are these. This what was the... just to uh, give example of the women. You know, the women that went to war, the women that were still home, the women that were mending their clothes, just that change in time of what was important then. So and these what weren't wasn't. necessarily so, what the women in the military were wearing. No, you have, we have one of our military 
um, uniforms here, but this is what the women on the front end were wearing okay. because now we have all the men at war. You know, now the women are putting on their suit attire and right. they're going to work and creating and making sure that the home front is. They're either going into the factories or they're doing the uh, motherly, the, the garden and the victory gardens and all that different kind of stuff. You know, the women really started to break out during that time period and know that there was more out there for them. Okay. Wow. And a flight jacket. Mm -hmm. Then you've got a flag draped coffin. Yes. And this coffin um, was uh, donated by our local um, funeral home. Okay. And this was a coffin that was used to transport a uh, body back during wartime. Okay. And then again, you've got some more uh, flight jackets and. Yep. And, and the flight coveralls, overalls, some medals, and some hats, of that kind of stuff. Medals. This is still Sherm Anderson's. Oh, okay. Yep, and we have um, samurai sword. Yep, samurai sword. You got your rifle and bayonet. I do believe this is a Japanese pistol. This room here is really nice. Or, yeah, I don't know. Nice, and, but yeah, yes. it's, it's amazing. I did not. Yeah, I, the so, nice word and, is probably. Um, World War II was the last that they used uh, the horse cavalrys and stuff oh, like okay. that. Yeah, that was that was the end of that part. But they did have a few. This is our Yellowstone exhibit. Okay. And um, so this exhibit is about um, F.J. Haynes and his son. So they were the original. Um, the father was the original photographer for the Northern Pacific Railroad. Oh. And as that railroad came over, he became, and Yellowstone National Park became a park, he became first original uh, photographer for Yellowstone National Park. He was the first one to open up a souvenir shop in Yellowstone Park and have all those shops as everybody oh, okay. was coming through. And so this is his personal equipment. His souvenirs that he sold in all of his shops. Wow. Um, yeah, so all of his cameras. This would have been um, where the chemical bag would have mm. been inside. And the reason for its shape is because it went into a wagon. Kind of like the chuck it, wagon. Yep. So it was inside the wagon and it needed to be that way. And he still had his chemical bag so he could be developing his pictures. Um, you have all the different tripods that he used. Uh, the lanterns, those are so unique. And I, magic lanterns is what they're called. So you put your slides in, it projects it. Oh. So it's your first, your first era projection of, and that's how they would do their original movies. Okay. So how they would kind of, you know, you had your different slides. You put your slides in, tell a story, kind of like reading a book to our children nowadays. Okay. But it projected it onto a wall. So you were kind of. You got more wow. of a in-depth feel. Um, so all the pictures in here are all the pictures he took. These are your hand-painted uh, slides. Oh, so they take pictures so, and then paint them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's yep. the way you got your initial color photographs. Yep. And so these types of slides, they would then go into that, and okay. you could create, you know, a big scene on the wall and tell a story about. The park and going through the park and 
So and all... we've got we've got lots of pictures of like the north entrance out of. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you, Gardner. Yes. <laughs> Doggone, we're having a hard time with. Work. You got the falls. You got some wildlife photographs. Mammoth hot springs. springs. Yeah. Yeah. Just lots of really neat pictures, and and they're in the and they're colored slides mm -hmm. from from black and white photographs. Oh, wow. And then all of his different um, equipment. Uh, being able to see, you know, your negative, uh, the cameras, your camera slides, the little uh, packets, stuff that he would have had on his desk, the different souvenirs. I mean, just there's all it. kinds of things. It in is here. just. And how did you guys end up with this collection? This instead is, of a you place know, like Gardner. Yeah, we are just super lucky to. Um, have a lot of friends of the museum. This is one person's collection as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You'd think, you know, you'd think that this would be in West Yellowstone or yeah. in Gardner or something like that. And yet you've got it here. And we've got it here. Yep. We've wow. got it here. We got a little bit of everything to just kind of tie in. And this area is another area that I've had different. I've had a Bannock exhibit in here. Um, a Bannock exhibit that was half photograph exhibit from somebody who went and did, it was his, um, now I'm blanking on that, like a gallery exhibit right. mixed with artifacts. So it was our Bannock exhibit, old postcards that Definitely you could have bought. old postcards. Now, are these some of the colored slides or are these uh, later time? Do you know that? Yes. These would have been even from the colored slides, you, all of his different workings. Um, they wow. probably would have kept the same ones. They might have redone some photos, but some of these are similar to those older older photos. They, they, they look like it. Mm -hmm. Really, really nice. Yeah, and all just all the different equipment you can think of that would come with. It's amazing to think taking that pictures these guys back had to do all have all of this equipment, wagon load of equipment. To yes. take pictures and the amount of time that it'd take to do it. And we run around with our little cell phones yeah. and snap a hundred pictures in 15 that, minutes. That do all kinds of stuff. Yes. Yeah, just, it's just amazing. It is. It's, it's, it, you know, and, and I've said it before at different uh, museums. It's amazing the amount of travel that these guys did. The horse and buggy, mm -hmm. uh, horse and wagon, walking, whatever. But there were people that went from... The Northern Rockies all the way down to Mexico, from the yeah. East Coast to the West Coast, and they didn't do it once. Some of these mm -hmm. guys did it on a yearly or, or every other year basis, taking photographs and, and you know coming out to Yellowstone this year and Glacier next year and uh, Cowboys uh, on the range the following year, and then back down to New Mexico mm -hmm. for you know, and, and you're just going, how in the world? Through all these the different guys seasons. Oh. Oh, I just know. Amazing just amazing. It, it really is. When, just you, when you think back, you just it boggles the mind. And, yeah. and then you see the ingenuity of some of the different things that are like in this museum, some of the different guns, some of the different mm -hmm. uh, uh, bridles or bits or spurs. And they all had a purpose and a reason for, for mm -hmm. being that way. Yeah. But it's such a different time and, and trying to just figure it all out and, and seeing it is, to me, is just a marvelous thing. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. And then you got your bear cub with a cup yep. on his nose. Yep. In Yellowstone <laughs> Park, what are they telling you? Don't feed the bears. That's right. 
That's but you no, should no. pet the buffalo. You want to pet the buffalo. <laughs> you shouldn't play with the buffalo either. It's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? it? Is How many amazing. people think that, that it's a petting zoo? Yeah, I think since I'm, I'm, I have the keys now. I should probably. Yeah. Revert it, to my job. It's amazing how many people get hurt in Yellowstone. And I need to put a disclaimer because I was speaking very sarcastically because (laughs) people seem to think that that Yellowstone is a big petting zoo and all the animals no. there are fed on a schedule. Right. No, they are wild. The they are wild. You need to protect yourself from and, the wild animals. And it amazed me when I read the brochure uh, many, many years ago about what buffalo are capable of. They look like great big uh, range cattle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But those things can run like 35 miles an hour. Yeah. They can jump a fence eight foot high. Yeah, they weigh with- 2,000 pounds. And they're going to kill you. Yeah, and they don't. You know, you're you're small, and so we're kind of like mosquitoes to them. Pretty much, how mosquitoes are to us. Get yeah. away! What are you doing? And that's you know, kind of their thoughts too. So, yeah, people. Anyway, have to just Melody, keep that in mind. I really, really, really appreciate you taking you your guys time. Are so welcome. Spending oh, I it love with this. Us. And. I will send you a copy of this when we get done, as well as to Heather. And, and yes. I so much appreciate Deer Lodge today. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful town. You guys have been so friendly and, and taking us through and showing us things. Again, I always finish with the world is full of wonders. It is. And you need to get out and explore, have fun, mm-hmm. see new things. And have a wonder-filled yes. day. All the rolling go. Where am I to go? Meet Johnny. Where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad. And where am I to go?